TFS, episode number 85. Hi, this is the long-lost Martin Woodward. <laughs> this is Greg Duncan. Hey, Greg, how the devil are you? I am good, man. You know, we had to do a show. Gordon was out there giving us yeah. a hard time. Like, are you guys Quite alive? right, to be fair. <laughs> <laughs> Apologies. But now I think gonna... it was the, uh, the, the rush of getting everything out the door in November, just a, a collapse, I think, after all that. Yeah, so, and the uh, holidays and everything else. So like we usually do, we do this. We did this like last year. We did the winter hiatus. So yeah, we did. I guess maybe Martin hibernates over the winter. Is that what the deal is? <laughs> That's it. Well, considering the weather out here in you know Southern California, I think we're going to hit ninety today, uh, which ninety Fahrenheit. So uh, ninety. I've got friends over in um, Boston and things, and they're having a rough time. <laughs> yeah, they are. It's crazy. It's like he's like Ed Thompson, who does you know he did the Git talk and stuff. He's right. a good guy, and he, he lives out in uh, near, he, near he works near MIT office, and um, yeah, he's he's a tall guy. He's like oh, well over six foot, and the snow drifts are above his head. Wow. <laughs> It's crazy. So, especially when he's walking down the sidewalk with all the plowing that's been going on, I guess. <laughs> anyway, if you're out in the, if you if you wrap up warm, if you're in that sort of weather, or if you're in California, you know, maybe put a jacket on or something. So, but no, apologies. I didn't even get to use. Nobody's probably ever noticed this, but the Christmas shows have a slightly different version of the theme music with a little bit of uh, jingle bells in them. Oh. That I did, and I don't think I even got to use that this year. So I feel terrible. <laughs> Sorry, Gordon. Yeah, really. We'll try not. To, yeah, apologies. Well, hey, we're back. Yeah, we're back. We'll get on a good cadence here, and and, and we'll get these things rolling. More importantly, what's uh, how's Jacob doing? Is he back? What did you get him back for Christmas? How's what's happening? Yeah. Not only did we have the best Thanksgiving ever, because we got word that when he arrived on Thanksgiving that he arrived back in the United States uh, a week and a half later, we were down at his his unit cheering him on and picking him up. So he was oh. home for Christmas, which was awesome. My uh, son-in-law, who's stationed out in Saudi Arabia, was home for a 30-day vacation. So all the kids were out of the war zones for Christmas, which it made it, it pretty it, awesome. Yeah, that's brilliant. Well, and uh, that's cool. That's, that's just great news. Yeah. So, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then thanks to, Jason, uh, thanks to Jacob as well. Sorry. That's just, yeah. Good stuff. I'm glad he's there. I'm glad he was there, but I'm bet I'm glad he's back. Yeah, uh, me too. Me too. And we don't. Nothing is. He actually hasn't been back to the unit since then. I think he has to go in March. Right now, wow. he's doing the whole kid going to college, sleeping in late, staying up late. I miss those days. Not that I ever went to college, but anyway. <laughs> so what's what's been going on? With, that's pretty big news. What's been going on with you at work? Have you been uh, you been doing much? Well, people, you know, kept giving me a hard time because here we are on this show, and I was still running a TFS twenty twelve update two. Get that MVP taken off you. <laughs> yeah, really? You only just got it. <laughs> so I finally, after you know, I was like, okay, I bit the bullet. And we we got it done. Got I did the backups, oh. did the upgrade, did an in place upgrade because all of my infrastructure stuff was uh, the server and the Visual Studio ver- uh, server and uh, SQL Server versions were all good. Patched everything and did an in place from 2012.2 to 2013.4, and it went wow, brilliant! Just a straight you know in place upgrade from that to that. And in all, place upgrade, click 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 click. Wait for a little while, let the you know the thing spin, and I was done. 
Wow. Yeah, now, our environment is extremely simple. Uh, we only have – the way, best way to keep them. <laughs> we don't do any – we haven't done any work item or uh, process template customizations. We only had one active collection. Uh, See, uh, this is because you've listened to the show. You've, <laughs> you've heeded all the advice. Um, you know, only a few projects. You know, we do the, you know, big monster projects to rule them all right now. And uh, so it went smooth. There was one hiccup, which is really okay. weird. We had uh, a number of the people. I had them, you know, check stuff in and everything. You know, it's all working. And then we had one guy who couldn't check it in, said he didn't have permissions. Mm-hmm. I'm like, what? To troubleshoot this. You know, and he was doing it in Visual Studio. So it's okay. Let's eliminate that. Let's just go right to the new website. And on the website, he saw home and work items or, or, or queries. He didn't see the code tab. Oh, so did he not? Is it was he not down as um as having his MSDN license? Was he down as like a basic user or something? He wasn't the group that he was in, which most of the dev workers were in, or the dev, yeah. you know, the people who actually do the work. Um, that group didn't get moved over into any of the Weird. licensing areas. He wasn't in stakeholder, basic, or advanced. Where? Yeah. So I was like, I have no idea. As soon as we added him, because he was licensed, he had the MSDN license, all our devs do. Mm-hmm. Uh, as soon as we added that group to the advanced, done. Everything was working. The code tab came back, and all the tabs came back on the website. Checking in was fine. So yeah, that was mm. just weird. Interesting. Um, I want to find out more about that out of the show. That's fascinating. Yeah. What do you think to What do you think to the website then? What do you think to the web interface? It's changed a bit since 2012. It, it sure has. It's nice. It, uh, you know, <laughs> of course. Yeah, I try to compare that. I go to uh, Visual Studio Online and see all those updates. It's all like, oh, I want that now. <laughs> Are you on 2013.4? You're four. not that far. No, away. no. And I know uh, um, CTP uh, two of update five was recently announced yeah um but yeah it's definitely nicer and what we're doing now i'm not sure if we have it in our notes for this show or not but uh uh, the teams yeah i finally am crocking how the teams work and they now really really work in 2013 uh they Mm -hmm. were available in 2012 um but Martin Hinselwood has a project on how to do teams and how to do nested teams. And uh, he goes through a nice explanation of how that worked. And I went through that and I was like, oh, okay, yeah, now I really get it. And our one project to rule them all with teams is going to work with 2013. It's going to work kind of like how we need it to. Okay, brilliant. Oh, well, that's good. I will, I'm just quickly, as we're talking, dropping a link into the show notes <laughs> of that. That's good news. Okay. And then the... Um, uh, so the, obviously you've got all the new shiny, shiny stuff, um, you know, in the website. You've got all the agile, fancy dashboards and things. And uh, what's the, is the performance? Was the performance fine before anyway? And so it's still yeah, fine. we we never had problems with the performance or anything else. Yeah, okay. uh, and we're not even using the boards or the the stuff that much right now because our needs are relatively simple. Uh, but we're so in a, such a better place to do it now when we actually want to start ramping it up and start having, you know, big wide screens on the wall with our Kanban boards. And, you know, so, yeah, I'm, I'm it, it pretty much yeah, it just worked that one hiccup and it was quiet. So I 
I love the new setups. You know, I didn't have to uninstall right. anything first and then reinstall it because I always hated uninstalling TFS before I installed the new one because it was just scary, even though everything, you know, was a fine. All the settings yeah. came over, all that stuff that we've been talking about in the show. Yeah, I've seen it and, and it was. So you're a bit more well, confidence for, you know, moving to the next, to TFS V next then. You think that, that upgrade will take you Well, that one I am really going to, I think, wait. Um, I'm not sure how much I can talk about. You know, there, that's going to be, you know, 20, that's going to be a talk. You know, the TikTok kind of releases where, you know, 2012 or 2013 kind of mostly builds on 2012. Okay, 2015 is going to be a talk and there's going to be some pretty significant but pretty awesome stuff. So anyway, anyway, <laughs> well, we'll talk about that when we can talk about it. Yeah, extremely awesome stuff. And it's stuff that's, you know, it's really going to be great. But it, I, I think, you know, there was mentioned that, like, you know, everything is going to be touched in the database. So it's it's a major update. Mm-hmm. Hey, so um, I, I, you know, obviously, as any sensible person who's interested in TFS or indeed the world of technology, I subscribe to your blog. And I've noticed you've been doing a lot more um, – You've been pointing to a lot more Git stuff. Is that something you've been getting into as well? I I, ha- I, I have Gitted. I did my first, you know, commit, my first sync. Um, have you lost your first bit of code and got stuck yet? That's always a rite of passage. <laughs> no, not yet. Okay, I haven't done. Oh, anything. Okay, that's good. <laughs> I haven't done anything out of Visual Studio. It's all been okay, well, that, there. Fascinating. Wow, and that's uh, all worked fine. Yeah, that's great though. That's good. It's good that you can do that now. And it really, except for the you know the psychological differences of Git versus it's just version control. It really is. You know, it's like when you do the check in, you know, you have to realize that if you want it actually to go up on the server, you have to do the push or the sync. Um, mm-hmm. And it's only one simple project. Uh, but uh, yeah, I was like, whoa, whoa! I, I did a Git. <laughs> yeah, there we go. The thing that I liked first time was the fact that I could do a file new project with source control and just be committing locally and then get to a point where it was ready and then I could push it up to the server. You know what I mean? I didn't even need a team project or anything. I didn't need to get anybody's permission, but I could still be using version control locally and then push to the server when I was ready to start sharing it with somebody else or with you or whatever. You know, right. that's the thing that I always find good. So I always, I'm always using version control now, even if it's just like a, a throwaway, you know, little bit of a project that I don't think I'll ever use again. And then you come back to six years later and think, oh, I wish I'd put that in version control. <laughs> They all in version control. Oh yeah, everything's got to be in version control. You know, I was exactly. thinking about. Yeah, you know, I've been doing the version control. We've talked about this before the show. You know, Microsoft Delta was the yeah. first version control I used. Yeah, like wow, crazy. Um, well, I think my yeah. And did you um, get? Um, so we announced build and ignite. We announced ignite, didn't we? Tell me we, uh, yes. we did ignite. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Ignite's definitely <laughs> announced. The the countdowns are going on. The the schedule. I think the fifty sixty yeah. percent of the schedules. And they're all getting sold out. Like build was yeah. sold out. Is ignite sold out yet? I don't no, know. I, I haven't even. Not that I've heard, but the, the ignite's huge. It's yeah, a massive conference. Yeah, it build, build was so like different. A, yeah, build okay, sold yeah. out in forty-five minutes. <laughs> and you, did you get in? I definitely got in, dude. I was there at nine o'clock my time at five, at five, five, at five, at five. You know, do the whole thing, and he couldn't skip through the survey like I've suggested uh, other people do before. So, you know, unfortunately, since I couldn't skip it, you know, the data that was collected was probably less than 
useful because it's like yeah. <laughs> I did just enough to let me get through, and then I was through. Um, huh. That's but, good. So you'll be there. I, I, I yeah. should be talking. I think. It's some, yeah, yeah. I think I'm going to do build. I don't think I'm going to get to ignite because they're back to back. Right. And then the week after, so it's build, then ignite, then the week after, it's um, tech days in Belgium. Mm-hmm. So I think what I'm going to probably do is do build come home for a week rather than go to Ignite and then go off to Tech Days in Belgium. So there should be some all the, there should be some good uh, be, be some listeners to the show out out at either uh, all three conferences I dare say. So I'm quite looking forward to it. Uh, what else cool. what That's else good news. happened? Uh, well Windows ten, the con- the last update. Yeah, I'm I'm speaking first. to you from the uh, technical preview so that should be good and we if a show comes out you know it's worked. <laughs> yeah, but do you have your HoloLens on though? Uh, yeah, I may, I cannot possibly comment because <laughs> then the point where I do have one and can't comment about it will be great. But if I say I can't comment, then I sound important. Yeah, yeah, that was that was an amazing announcement. My kids loved the Minecraft announcement. It was good. And so that's, yeah. that's the you know uh, uh, ongoing on the outside bet is that Hololenses are handed out at Build. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I think I originally said that that would be the awesome one, but I think it's going to be a discount to get it cheaper because that thing's got to be expensive. I mean, it's an entire computer. It's not going to be cheap. So, you know, if it does, I, I still say that there's going to be maybe, you know, maybe a phone, maybe a Surface 4, uh, and maybe a discount yeah. for a HoloLens. Previous li- listeners, please listen to previous shows to uh, judge the accuracy <laughs> of when it comes to build. Yeah. How's the Xbox One doing? Yeah. Well, that was because the phones weren't ready, but yeah. Oh, right, yeah. yeah. Well, I, don't know. I have no idea. I have no idea what's happening. It's uh, is good. So uh, I know what talks we're going to do for ALM, and that's about the limit of my exposure. You know, uh-huh. I, try not, I try not to find things out. But that said, I have been talking to the HoloLens team. But they're pretty awesome guys. So um, the uh, As well as the, um, the build stuff, I'm just trying to think now um, – yeah, so we've got the build conferences, and we have got. Well, I'm not going to ignite. There are a, a load of uh, really good ALM sessions planned for the ignite conference. The, the ignite conference is actually, you know, builds a good developer conference and everything. But in terms of ALM, is actually um, it's it's incredibly relevant to the ignite you know, to the Ignite crowd because there's lots of, lots of money, you know, you get a lot more of a broader audience there. Yeah. So um, and that's what was, I think there's actually going to be slightly more ALM content at Ignite. To I, uh, yeah, I totally agree with you. Tech Ed was the same way, you know, the, you don't okay. see a lot yeah. of ALM stuff at Build because, mm-hmm. uh, and it's also, you know, depending on the groups who are putting it on, Build is put on by, I think, the Windows team, the OS team. I can't remember the uh, actual acronym for it. But um, it's all changed nowadays as well. We're one Microsoft nowadays. That's so. right, one Microsoft. Uh-huh. But still, the the Ignite usually has, and and we won't know what's actually the sessions are at Build. At least typically, they release them like at noon the day before the conference starts. Whereas yeah. Ignite, sixty plus percent of the sessions are already um, listed in the catalog. Yeah. Uh, hey, one of the things I'm looking forward to seeing as well is that so I got my, um, you know, I'm a big Raspberry Pi fan. Right. So I got my Raspberry Pi 2 and that's, I'm, 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 I've got it here. Not that you can see oh. it on the radio, but there we go. Nice. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm really looking forward to seeing, this is, this is a huge excitement about the fact we're going to give away the, you know, there's going to be a free build of, uh, the IoT Windows 10 as well. So I've, I've no idea what that's going to look like. I, <laughs> uh, you know, 
I've no idea. I suspect it isn't like a desk. I've, I've no idea what it's going to be like. So I, I hope people, you know, I hope expectations aren't being set incorrectly because well, I've absolutely no idea what's going to happen. But they announced, I mean, the fact in the announcements I saw on that is it's not only going to be Windows 10 because you can get the Windows for IoT on the earlier devices. I think the last announced it last time at Build, but that you had to do Win32, C++ type of coding on it and stuff. This one, they're saying that you're going to be able to run, quote-unquote, universal apps on the Raspberry Pi 2 with that hmm. Windows 10. Cool. That, uh, we'll, we'll, let's wait and see what happens. I'm, I'm yeah. excited. I've, I've, got, I've got mine sat here ready in front of me. So, uh, yeah, I'm really excited to see what drops. Uh, it should be good fun. That would be, that'll be a game changer because I've, I've actually got a um, – a touch screen for my Raspberry Pi as well. So that'd be amazing. Yeah. But, uh, I mean, cool. and you could take that, you know, universal app for, and it goes from, we've talked about this from four inch to 80 inches. Uh, but now you could go from zero inch to 80 inches. Uh, talk about yeah. across the board. Yeah. I have so many Raspberry Pis around the house. It's not even funny, but now it's brilliant. <laughs> so what else has been the, happening? Well, I mean, for, for the thing that I was most pleased about with that Raspberry Pi 2 announcement was just the fact that we were, again, um, this is this is me as the Microsoft fanboy hat rather than the Microsoft employee hat. Um, I'm just proud of us for being there and part of the conversation, you know. It just shows... Like, things are a bit different nowadays, and the um, and like uh, you know, let's give a polite golf clap to the .NET team. They've been doing a fantastic job, like with the com- you know engaging as a part of the community around in .NET and the open source. You know, it, it doesn't. It's not like they're just publishing stuff to you know GitHub or whatever. Actually, you know, developing out in the open on their GitHub accounts and like listening to the community and involving the community in decisions and. I've just been really, really impressed with how those guys actually get it and are actually, you know, they're they're doing a fantastic job. So I know a lot of that team. I work with them very closely, and they're just um, guys and gals. They're just doing a, a, an awesome job. So golf clap to those guys. I hope from the outside as well. I hope on your side. Does it? I know you're not. You know, you're not exactly like going to pick up the core CLR and start hacking around in C plus plus code to to do a faster JIT. But have you been? What's the reaction out? What's the general feeling out in the community around what's going on in that space? There, a lot of excitement, especially from the from the earlier announcements that were made about it, and the fact that we're still seeing a constant cadence of more things coming out for it. Just uh, yep. last week, week before last, the core CLR was out on GitHub. Um, you know, there are some new formatters that you, that are using Roslyn are out on GitHub. It just seems to be almost now it's the default answer of stuff. Yep. Uh, um, Touch develop. I know this is really not the show for this, but um, you guys, you've heard of touch develop. It's a uh, you know, yeah, I've touch, got it installed. Uh, it, it was open sourced yesterday. I didn't even know that. That's shocking. Yeah. Is that on on the GitHub like the account that I actually own? Let's have a quick look. Hang on a minute. <laughs> That's hilarious. That shows you how much I've been paying attention. Yeah. So it was just like wow, and it's not the the touch develop has yeah two touch parts. develop. There we go. Yeah. Yep, yep. The touch friendly app creation. That's brilliant. Yep. Look at that. And that's Let's the let me go. Uh, I'm going to go see what the awesomeness is currently number of the touch <laughs> develop. Uh, uh, project because it will have a high awesomeness. Uh, let's have a look. Oh, no, Visual F Sharp's still above it. Oh, that's it. It's, but Touch develops beating Entity Framework in terms of awesomeness right now. But there <laughs> we go. But it's below WinJS and Roslyn and Core CLR and TypeScript. So it's <laughs> good to know. Um, hey, hey, uh, we should probably believe it or not. 
uh, do uh, the the that time of the show again. Uh, Paul's not with us uh, in this one, but uh, do, you, do you want to do the do the the quick advert and then we'll jump into a bit of news? Absolutely, absolutely. And, and even though he's not here, he's in our hearts. You know, oh, so. and he's and he's keeping the show running by keeping the servers <laughs> running. So, thanks, Paul. So, um, Radio Eighty Five of Radio TFS is brought to you by SaaS Made Easy, a leader in hosted TFS, dedicated virtual servers, and TFS ALM consulting. You can reach them at www.sasmadeeasy.com or via email at sales at s a a s m a d e e a s y dot com. And again, we got to thank him for helping us. Bring the show to you guys when, when we actually record a show and bring them to you. But yes, so uh, what while, news? While what? we're away, yeah, <laughs> one of the features that um, uh, were, I had a tiny bit involved in and I've been trying to get you know out there for for a good few years now is the uh, we, we now have write access enabled inversion control on the web. Have you seen that? No, no, I've seen the I saw, I saw the update on it, but I actually have haven't you not played, played it with yet? it myself. <sighs> You've got a Visual Studio Online account, haven't you? Yeah, yeah, that's where I did my get to. So right, go there right now. See, I'm serious. Just type it in. Go there right now. And then click on a file and press edit. That's how hard it is. You can just go in and edit a readme. And even I'm gonna I'm gonna show you on an exclusive preview of something that's not I don't think it's been demoed. I should go to this one that's hosting our website. There you go. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. That's actually not a bad idea. This is why I want to get CI build, so I haven't got uh, anyway. Um so what you can do now is you can, as well as all the, you know, we've got added a bunch of stuff around the Agile tooling that's coming along a load. But no, you can go into source control and edit a file. Or you can um, um, you can actually delete a file and, you know, and all that sort of stuff as well. So, um, you know, the whole thing, and this works with both uh, TFVC and Git. So, you know, the whole thing with TFVC where if you want to delete a file, you have to, like, download the file to your, from your workspace. Right. You have to create a workspace, download the file, and then, and then like, delete one file out of it. It's like, Arr! now you can just go to the website and right. hit delete. I'll click and delete. Nice. Yeah, I know. Finally. Hey. Edit. Nice. Isn't that crazy? And you get all the, you know, fancy syntax highlighting and blah, blah, blah. And like the code editing is just amazing. And it's just brilliant. And then we've also obviously, um, as well as doing uh, the the stuff around, you know, editing code and things, you can, it makes it really easy to, you know, we, we introduced the markdown file rendering. Right. Um, so when you're viewing a mark, when you're viewing a file that ends in a .md extension, it, it renders it as markdown and, mm-hmm. you know, converts into HTML so you can see the rich format kind of thing. And then uh, it actually allows you to go and, you know, add a new markdown file and edit those very easily as well. So you can keep that documentation that's checked in alongside your code up to date really, really simply. So that's just, that's just fantastic stuff. It's just brilliant. And um, the other thing, if you want, uh, here's a top tip for you, just on this thing that you're playing with, don't do it. But if you, uh, well, you can do it, but then don't commit it. So um, just create, like, get a text file on your desktop, like, you know, newfile.txt, whatever. Okay. And then uh, um, drag and drop it into the browser in Source Control Explorer. And it'll add that file to version Ooh, control. Add or update files. How amazing is that? <laughs> Wow! Basically, I only added that feature so I could do it in a demo. <laughs> I'm not sure if it's got much practical use. 
But uh, isn't that awesome? It's that, it is actually the, the 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 way I justified doing it was the the web designer. You know how it's really really hard to get designer people to use like source control, right? But what you can what they can do, we don't even need to install any software. You just say go here on your Mac, drag and drop those PSD files or those PNG files <laughs> and GIFs and things, drag and drop them into here, and press OK, and they're in source control for the developers to use. And if you want to do a new version, drag and drop them and then it'll update them rather than them creating, you know, version four final and all this sort of stuff, which is all they always do. So, yeah. So it was it was to make it easy for the graphic designer type people. But I just love it. I think it's a great demo. So That's funny. It was just responding to a, a Stack Overflow message or a question on TFS about uh, drag and drop to the website for TFS uh, 2013. You know, how, do you, mm-hmm. how you can how you can't do it in 2013, but you can do it on VSO. And, and right. around huh. what you were saying, that, you know, get Team Explorer, you know, the free Team Explorer, and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, it's all like the prerequisites. And like, just, yeah. I mean, I mean, you know, Team Explorer everywhere is great and everything, and I love it, you know, and obviously I've got a lot of history for it. <laughs> but, you know, you've got to like download Java, blah, 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 yeah. put this on, blah, 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 learn how to use Git or learn how to use TFEC, <laughs> blah, 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 or fire up, you know, Chrome or Safari and drag drop a file in <laughs> on the Mac. It's like, do that 10 years ago, you know, that was, yeah. that's a lot easier. So, um, and yes, yeah, so that was the thing I was most happy with. And of course, obviously, we um, did you see the stuff about Build V Next? Uh, Chris Passon did a blog post about oh, when you were at the MVP conference, they probably talked about Build V Next a lot as well, didn't they? They sure did. They sure did. I've been waiting to, you know, talk about that more because that was interesting yeah so i mean it's all up there on the blog post and um what's uh great as well is um he says just 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 double checking it is public yeah there we go (laughs) (laughs) on 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 github as well there's a bunch of um the 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 cross-platform build agent so the there is a build agent that that, that's written in node that runs cross-platform and it's a full peer build agent that can run on any operating you know can run on the mac can run on linux can run on a raspberry pi um and you know act as a build agent and connect into this new build system so it's looking pretty awesome android build xcode build jake all out the box c make builds yeah yeah well there's another project which is the as well as the the build agent there's there's a another open source project with all the um all the tasks all the build tasks in Mm -hmm. uh agent tasks so you can do new ones and there's yeah there's all sorts of stuff and i'm just going to look in the tasks folder now we've got gradle cmake and android build android signing you know if, if you want to send your android app <laughs> xamarin and android xcode uh shell scripts obviously uh powershell you know it's 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 looking good yeah and it was interesting to when they were talking about the showing this off i was a little sad i i, I really was hoping I mean, this is so going, this is working workflow editor in Visual Studio. So. Yeah, that's kind of you know I was when when I don't know if I talked about it here in the show or I've talked about it with other people, yeah. but you know when, when they they announced that and they announced that you know MS Build V two it was going to build be built on Windows Workflow. I was really hoping that you know that would be the thing that really cut developers' eyes on workflow and get us excited about that. And if we're seeing it there, then maybe we're going to see it using it in other places and stuff. But now, I mean, this new build is build V3. It's a rethink again from the ground up. Its workflow is gone. This is a whole new beast. Um, and, and, you know, as happens, V3, I, I think, is going to be the one that sticks for a while. 
Yeah. I'm just happy as well we're doing it all, you know. It's just, the, the, yeah, I'm happy it's all open. This part of it's all open source as well, you know what I mean? So it's all, I mean, that's where open source makes sense. It's like, hey, uh, you, you know, you want to fix it? Uh, here's all the code. <laughs> you yeah. know, if you want it to work differently, show, show us. And build is one of those areas where, again, before I came to work at Microsoft, I would have loved to. I used, to, you know, I was cracking that stuff open in re, in ReSharper all the time, and I would have loved to have been able to go in, add some stuff, and get it to you know get different parts to work differently, add tasks, add the task to go version the assemblies, and you know, just all these sorts of things. Right. You can do that. Get them in the box, you know. So um, yeah, it's all goodness. Some the difference you know that uh, you know xml is pretty much gone json is it uh, and that's i think interesting it just they're showing on the website here doing a a diff between you know uh, the two different was it you know one of the agents and and just you can actually it's human readable you you can actually human read the diff between these two files so it's like wow yep like it's like uh yeah, it's like a modern thing rather than a 1990s thing. But hey, there we go. I'm going to be waiting. We're coming up to the 10-year anniversary of TFS, so uh, you know, it's good that we keep. It's good that we keep improving. Um, cool. And there's, have you got any uh, anything that you wanted to quickly shout out about? Because believe it or not, we're already at the half hour mark. Wow. Uh, a couple things. You know, we're talking about Git, and you know, as as a developer. Uh, you got to know it. You got, you're going to have to learn it. It's not only the new shiny. It seems to be it's going to be the new norm. It's not the only version control type. You have to learn TFPC is still around. It's still very viable. I'm not changing it here at work at all. I doubt, you know, at work we're going to change over to, even though I can create Git repositories now, I, I doubt I am or will. Um, but, you know, as a professional development you know, we have to learn Git. Um, and how do we do that? Well, there's a couple of different sources. Phil Hack, funny enough, who works at GitHub, has a great post about a number of Git and GitHub resources. If you're trying to get your head, get your head around it, uh, we'll have the show, uh, the links in the show notes. Also, speaking about Git and how Microsoft is doing, everybody likes, I like the behind baseball. How is Microsoft doing Git. How, how are you guys, you, the Microsoft you, doing Git? There's uh, two different shows, one by Andrew Arnott, one by Jared Parson, about you know the Git training for the .NET team, as well as an introduction to GitHub for the Roslyn team. You know, so it's hey, you know, here's how you guys do that, and that I just strikes strikes me as weird. GitHub <laughs> for the Roslyn team. That if that doesn't say what a new Microsoft it is. I, I don't know what else does. Huh. I, yeah, I hadn't really thought about it. It, it would just—it didn't even strike me as particularly odd. That's what's worse. <laughs> <laughs> I'd say Andrew's been incredibly helpful. Uh, Given he's one of uh, sort of. He's quite a highly vocal internal user of the Git tools and some, you know, from the very early days. So, um, yeah, some kudos to Andrew there in terms of, uh, you know, the feedback he's given to the team and to make sure that the Git tooling's been good. He's 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 been a great, a, a great uh, internal, you know, user. So he's like a little, little internal MVP. So yep. uh, yeah, he should get a special badge. And what about the Rangers? Have they been up to anything? Uh, they've been doing a lot. Uh, yeah. You know, we, we've been, it's been a couple of months. So the number of things that they've been releasing, the Word TFS extension that we've talked about in the past, they've open sourced that. That's available as a sample. 
not yeah. as a product, but as kind of as a sample. So, but still, it's there. It's open source. It's available. Finally, yeah, yeah. I, mean, I, I that was you know that was one of my pet things I was on for ages when it came <laughs> over. We, we even talked about it on the show, didn't we? I was like, Willie, we done it yet? Come on. <laughs> Um, but the other thing, too, that I really liked is Anisha Pandoria. She's been doing a bunch of Channel 9. Yeah, obviously, you guys know I, I do a lot of Channel 9 stuff. She's been doing a number of sessions. She started them at uh, the MVP Summit, getting the MVPs. Gordon was on that. She just did a recent one with Willie P and doing a catch-up for the ALM Rangers um, and they're doing another one where a bunch of demos, ALM Ranger demos. And Willie P was on this one as well. And they talk about what are the effective – extracting the effective permissions on TFS. If you've ever gotten into permission hell and you're trying to figure out what the permissions are, um, this video on Channel 9 will help you with that. And this was a number of different people. Um, this is like – it's only 20 minutes long. But yeah, extracting those user permissions from TFS into into a simple report. Uh, demo codes on this video as well. Mm-hmm. Anisha's on our team, and she's been doing a really cool job actually, doing some really good stuff. She's one of she's one of the ones that actually drove a lot of the work behind the scenes to get that you know word for TFS stuff open source mm-hmm. and things as well. So yep, kudos to her. <laughs> And I think, cool. Well, that's the show. Yeah. There we go. I see how quickly we can get out of the door, right? Eh? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Right. And we'll, uh, we'll see you next time. Uh, thanks uh, for bearing with us. Um, it's good to be back. And uh, yeah, thanks for your time. We'll speak to you next time on Radio TFS. Mm-hmm.